Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte technology careers at deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. Industry leading, difference making, tomorrow shaping, world changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. Views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Hey, Daddy, this is Dollar Beat. BoxingVoice.com. No matter what nobody say, man, spirit, can't nobody fuck with me, man. You know, I can't be fucked with, you know. Dollar D. Beyonce Productions. Whether you pay to see me win mm. or you pay to see me lose. More people, too. Explain it. I, I not everybody knows what you're talking about. Radio Raheem, I don't have to explain what's understood, man. You know what I mean by that. You know what I'm talking about, man. You know what I dare you to sit up there and say, explain. You know what I'm talking about, man. It's fighting people. You know we've been fighting 400 and still fighting to this day. To this day. Still fight. To this day. You just sit here and you don't know what I'm talking about? Stainless. That's what got me, man. Man, I'm out of here, bro. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Fight. You remember that time when? It was the Galveston Giant 1913 enslaved white chick man that 2020 is the same climate. Donald Sullivan said, I'm never fighting a nigga. Jim Jeffries retired and quoted the sports writers, I'm never fighting that nigga. And Tommy Burns heard saying, nigga won't get a turn unless I'm sure to earn the right figures. So tell me what you learned. The great white hope is that I never get a turn. Or races due to Ali versus the world. To this you, my name was Cassius Clay. Muhammad Ali. Because I am not a slave to General Cassius Clay. Clay. A free and a home with a paycheck. Ain't that why they called him the greatest? Told him no at his draft. My enemy ain't the Asian. Rumble, young man. I am the greatest. Five years suspension. The prick of liberation. The Ali act. A hero of the generations. Fast forward to when Raheem asked Deontay. And all that frustration. What's understood ain't gotta be explained, man. Blackfish in the Olympics. And they did it for Malcolm Martin and Stainless. The assassination of any villain who fits the description of who they chase. Institutionalization of the food of our nation, graduation, probation. To this day. George Floyd, Lamar Albury, Tamir Wright, Breonna Taylor. To this day. So I gotta say it in front of Pagans, Post, Reporter, TVB, Page. To this day. To this day. Rock out, rock out with a stainless track. Good morning on the West Coast. It's a little afternoon here for the East, but I figured, hey, it's it's the morning somewhere. Somewhere it's the morning, and we got to have our morning afterthoughts. We have to come together as a community and understand what it is that we just seen and see can we all get on the same page, man. I hate to report that I lost the Patreon yesterday. Now, I'm, I'm a little shocked. 
I don't know if I lost a Patreon due to financial situations or did I lose a Patreon because I was simply saying on the live chat that Charlo won more convincingly than Jacob. I got to put Boxing Expert on the spot. I mean, he hasn't answered my questions, but he deleted his Patreon. And after I checked him, he stopped interacting on yesterday's show. And I just don't understand it. We're going to re we're going to rehash that conversation. We're going to talk about the comparisons that are being made between Jamal Charlo, Daniel Jacobs and Gennady Golovkin. I mean, is this where we've come that we can't have a difference of opinion and if we do, we're not friends? I mean, really? I mean, what eyes are you using to judge this fight? Like, I'm not trying to come down on him because who knows what exactly caused him to do what he did. But it, 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 it's all so coincidental. And what I'm saying is if, 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 if you're, you're thinking of Gennady as this 38-year-old and laughing that he was able to knock down Dervianchenko, well, in that same breath, try and laugh that Dervianchenko realized he was 38 and was, was, was good enough to come back and arguably win a decision in the eyes of the public. So regardless of if Golovkin scored a knockdown, Charlo's performance, where he was touched a lot less, was a lot greater. Not to mention, now we hear from Keith Conley, which is the reason we're here, the reason we're talking this morning. We hear from Keith Conley that Dervianchenko is going back, not going back, he's going to 154, which means Jamal beat him into another division and then the other charlo made history so I, i'm like whoa what why, why is there so much hate instead of congratulating them you know it's uh it's funny but after i introduced my co-host and let him get his you know little rant off uh good morning big super max playing view texas stand up big fish home of the big fish what's going on champ yo what's happening this man uh morning after thoughts uh, yeah, man, I'm like you. You know what? I honestly think Jamal uh, definitely showed levels last night, man. Had a had a clear Jacobs nor Triple G just seemed to be clearly, you know, had a have a clear cut win over over Derichenko like that. Um, and again, you want you want Jamal to be successful, man, because that's a fight we want. Whether you're a fan of Canelo, a fan of Jamal, whatever, whoever you think is gonna win. That's a fight you want to see. You want to see the top guys, uh, the cream rising to the top. Uh, shout out to Jamel Charlo. Uh, man, what a, what a, that gave me flashbacks of, uh, of B-Hop, you know, that, that body shot, man. But let's get into it, Ness. I mean, I think that's what, what it's about, man. Um, the reaction to the pay-per-view, the reaction to the outcome. You know, a very good friend of mine hit me up and said, wow. Let me, let me get his words. I'm not going to say who it is, but I want to get his words exactly because it's just things I don't understand about boxing fans, man. Insane to me. Here we go. Uh, let's see where we started at. Okay, so first first thing was... No, 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 no. That's not, damn, see, we've been talking all morning. Looks like. Okay. First text of the morning was, man, I'm glad I didn't bet on those fights or buy the pay-per-view. It looks like it shit the bed. I said, it didn't. He said, it was a card full of soft touches, bro. I said, and no, he said, a card full of soft touches, bro. 
A-sides won. I said, don't they always? I mean, isn't that true? Like, Triple G even won when he wasn't supposed to win. That's just testament to A-sides always winning. Like, what, 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 what's the difference here? And, and, and Max, I know you got this crazy boxing brand, and I'm glad that you joined us. Maybe you could catch this on the fly. Are there more unifications on pay-per-view than there are regular television? Because I feel like pay-per-view unifications are the normal. Like, Crawford unified with Postal on pay-per-view. Like, uh, um, You know, generally with pay-per-view, man, a lot of times those type of fights are, are fights that are bigger than the belt, you know? Uh, Canelo's done pay-per-view uh, with, with no belt on the line. Well, I mean, uh, but Floyd. Liam Smith, Liam Smith was a pay-per-view unification. It's no, tri- that was a 154 title. That wasn't a unification. He didn't have a belt when he fought Liam? No, he came back down to uh, mi- junior middleweight from middleweight after Damn. he vacated. And there you go, guys. See what I said about his brain? No box rec needed. I'm going to double check. Yes, sir. WBO middleweight, uh, uh, junior middleweight championship. Uh, yeah, you know, you You're had right. Floyd Oscar. He's right again, fellas. Oscar, when you look back at Oscar, I think he had, that I remember off the top, I know he unified with Trinidad and B-Hop. It makes, so wait, so wait, I got to understand this, because he had the WBC when he fought Khan. Middleweight. Oh, 160. Yeah, he went back to 54 for the Liam Smith fight. Mm, mm, that was when he tossed the belt back so over So do there. you know any, is it is it out of the normal for unifications to be on pay-per-view? I felt, I just felt like that's no, kind of normal. Say, um, uh, Mayweather Pacquiao was a unification. Mayweather Maidana, De La Hoya uh, Vargas, De La Hoya Trinidad. Um, In the last 10 years, what do you think? This generation's fighters. Because I remember you. Hooker Ramirez, and while it wasn't pay-per-view, um, it was DAZN, which is $10 a month, and mm-hmm. it definitely cost the amount of a pay-per-view. Remember, it was like a $4 million package that they gave the top rank just for Ramirez to go well, over there. And, uh, you know, what kind of struck me as odd was that when they said this was like the eighth unification in in, in 154-pound history, that was a bit strange to me. I, I, I felt like there's been more. So I see Boxing Expert says, he says, I was a patron, but I was blocked in the chat. If you were blocked in the chat... It has to be that you violated some of our chat rules. We do have a post on Patreon. It's also public, so you don't even have to be a patron to see what it is that we're talking about, and then you'll know exactly why you got blocked. Um, And it's not blocked, more like timed out, because you're back, which means you weren't blocked. But I get you. I get you. I can see the frustration in that. Who else did that? I think Roy did that, too. People don't like being timed out, but there are rules to being in our chat, you know what I mean? And those rules, I'm going to try and find them. It's going to take me a minute because you got to go through all the Patreon posts, unfortunately. But uh, I, I, I'll try and post it in the chat while we keep conversing about last night's, what I considered successful fight card. I felt like, again... It's a unification, so you're paying for it. You got Jamal on the undercard versus a credible opponent, so it made it worth it. And then all the little guy lovers 
It was yeah. like it was like a buffet for you little guy lovers. It, in terms of actual the actual competition, I thought it would did well. Um, although these, uh, I guess you would call it the second card. Those preliminary fights kind of, I felt like we were gonna get more explosiveness out of those guys, and we didn't. The opening two bouts uh, definitely were good. Um, you know, Jamal, like I said, the only, the only, um, I guess the only thing I would say is I wish Jamal would have been able to close the show. You know, I think that would have been even a bigger statement for him. But yeah. uh, like we said last night, man, some guys just don't get knocked out. Yeah, I mean, obviously, bro, this guy took a lot of punishment, and if you compare it to his other fights. Yeah, he's looked beat up before, but never like this. Yo, he had my man looking like Arturo Gotti. And the truth the... is, like, he wobbled him so much. But I, I I, don't know what caller it was, but they did talk about it yesterday. Oh, you know what? I just used the search bar as if I was a regular Patreon on Patreon. It works tremendously well. I was able to find the rules in the, immediately just by tapping in the word rules, and boom, it came up. So, for those that complain about not being able to find, use keywords when searching. Keywords are whatever you think is in the title or whatever you think that the program is about. Um, so, it'll kind of jump you to what you're looking for. That being said, I'm posting uh, those rules in the chat. If you bother, if you feel like looking, you know, then you can, uh, you can, you know, figure out what happened because I don't know. What happened? Obviously, we have other moderators in there, and you know everybody's doing their part to keep the community safe. <laughs> but yeah, I'm posting it now. So as far as uh, Jamel unifying, I think uh, history was made, and it just—I think that the way that boxing is now—that's why I was happy to have you, and maybe you're doing some research in the back end, but. I feel like unifications mostly are on pay-per-view, and then to have everything else, it was like another, I don't know, eight fights, including Jamal and Dervianchenko. I thought it was worth it, especially if you are a boxing fan. Like, if, if you're one of those guys that listens to this show and you call in and you're like, oh, man, I just want, you know, um, whoever to face each other. I'll pay for it. Well, that's this. You know, so many times it takes it's 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 almost difficult for fighters to unify because of the politics. And here we are getting a unification immediately here. Here we are, Al Heyman and, and PBC side not boring us with rematches. Right. Like, yes, Jamel got a rematch, but Williams didn't take his rematch. Um, Heard didn't take his rematch like this division has been able to progress because they didn't take those rematches. They didn't stagnate or hold up the division so paying for the unification i think works man because you got yeah. true like you got a true number one at 54 now yeah and it's definitely clear and, and i mean and i and i like that but it's in one sense too it's like yo if you don't use that unification look how that belt has traveled that belt those two belts started off with laura and Hurd. yeah and they've, they've made their way all the way to Charlo. You know, they've, they've changed hands every fight since. And let's think about it, right? Would you have rather paid for Laura Hurd? Would you have rather paid, like, did Laura have all those belts and Hurd took him from him? Or did, what, didn't Hurd they have unified. the IBF? Nah, Hurd had the IBF and unified. Yeah. So that's yeah, what I'm saying. Unified. Would you have rather paid for that? Or would you have rather paid for the drama that was created after that? 
Heard beating the, you know, solidified 154-pound face after everyone cleared that division out or moved up. Laura was the most credible name there. Heard takes him out, unifies. Williams takes him out, becomes unified. Rosario takes him out. And then the guy who's always talked, who's always felt he was number one, takes those belts from Rosario. I don't understand how how could like how could you be upset about that storyline and having to pay 75, which I want to credit. They did give us a five dollars off. I, I was upset thinking that it was 75 for standard. It was 75 HD. So, yeah. you know, that's five dollars uh, off the normal price that I pay because I don't buy standard. So that was five dollars off for me. I'm cool with that. Anna, if you look at it, they're somewhat kind of doing that in the uh, in the welterweight division. You know, uh, you got Arrow getting his belt, Sean getting his belt, then they unified. Now you got Arrow moving on. Um, obviously, the pack out thing's a little bit tricky, but they're kind of PBC's kind of building that platform to have a to have a number one solidified guy, and that and that's pretty cool. I think you don't get that a lot with a lot of these other promoters uh, or in boxing in general. Yeah, no, Laura's just a regular now. He's going to be trying to make his way. But, you know, Julian Williams' tweet yesterday where he says something like, I'm going to show you how great I am, hashtag two-time, it, it, it almost makes me feel like he was promised to be Jamel's soft touch after such a grueling resume, right? Or rather, um, final couple of months, right? Like, like, like he had the two Harrison fights, and then he had... Mm-hmm. Um, who else he had after he had, Harrison? He had one more after Harrison, He right? had one stay busy. I can't remember the name off the top, but there was an in-between because Harrison pulled out, and then he had the Harrison rematch. Let me double-check here. Uh, who was it? It was a fill-in. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to Google his name. I was trying to jump to it via box rec, but not without thinking. Uh, I was already on 160, so I couldn't get to that resume. Jamel Chalito. Let's see. Let's see. Well, boxing expert, I'm glad you're not mad at me. You're mad at the, uh, what is it? The uh, moderators. Jamel Charlo faced Coda. 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 He knocked him out in between. He got the, he got the, 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 the stay busy. So, but look at his resume, though. No. Uh, nice. Outside of that. I tried to tell you that this is the more... Like, he, he has more names on his resume than Jamal. I said that. Because, look, yeah. if you go back, look at when he fought Gabe Rosado, bro, 2014. That's six years ago, man. Yeah. Since then, he's had Vines on here, John Jackson. And even Hadley. before that. Then he went on a run of Even Lupin. before that, listen to me. Even before that, he beat the mama's boy. People still, Anthony Durrell basically got a gift decision versus the mama's boy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. he beat the mama's boy in 2012. He beat Chi Santana, who gave Saddam Ali all types of hell, and put hands on Jared Heard after for for Jared Heard's tune-up. He beat him in 2011. I, I tried to tell y'all about his resume. Don't forget Harry Joe Yorgi, Demetrius Hopkins. Like looking now in retrospect, it's a very strong uh, I mean, resume. And the run he's had since Charles Hat since this since Rosado, you have Vines, John Jackson, Charles Hadley, Erickson Lubin, Austin Trout, Harrison twice, and now Rosario. 
Yo, I, I won't even forget Jocene Alcim. See, again, I'm not dissing you. This is a general statement where we're, we're fickle as boxing fans or we mm-hmm. don't know shit about boxing. But Alcim, I guarantee you, beat David Lemieux. Guarantee was the first yeah. loss David Lemieux ever got. So Charlo beat him. You know what I'm saying? It's just people don't really know boxing and they hate. We have I'm, short-term memories I'm pretty sure he beat David Lemieux. Yes, he did. Majority decision. See? So, you know, Charlo's resume, like I said, even stronger now. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that's why he's got that chip on his shoulder. He's like, I made history for the Charlos. You know, I'm I ain't no little brother. And I see him doing big brother things, man. Big brother things. Yeah, and, but you know what? I loved his reaction after the fight, you know, because up and leading into this, man, all the podcasts they were on, it just seemed he was just so he seems so aggravated with his brother. You know what I mean? Like just, you know, they did the all the smoke. They did the, the the Custer podcast, and they were just kind of seeming to have little arguments. And but I, it's it's it seems like if if he doesn't have that chip, he's not the same kind of fighter. I think he needs that to fuel him. But uh, the uh, excitement and, and pure uh, happiness they both had after last night, man, it's good to see. I always like to see. Uh, uh, brothers, you know what I mean. Um, you see how me and my brother are really close, so it's always good to see brothers be successful, man. And that was definitely something I enjoyed last night. Me too, man. Me too. I I, I don't understand the backlash, or you know the fact that people are saying it wasn't worth the money. Again, unification for real belts too. We talking WBC, WBA, IBF. Plus, he was awarded the ring. So yeah, he's strapped up, and I, I don't think he, I don't think he, uh, I'm sure he didn't get the IBO. Although he pretty much could have picked that one up. Uh, I wish mm-hmm. they'd give them more credibility. But yeah, the zone. Uh, you know, it's funny we've been campaigning for the IBO. The zone's gonna be doing a unification with with Eddie Reynoso's fighter with the IBO. They calling it a unification. They starting to respect the IBO. I mean, I, IBO can definitely come in and take place of the. Uh, the WBA at this point is as crazy I would, as they I would love that. If we could eliminate the WBA and it's four titles per division and, and, and replace it with the beautiful IBO, the other green belt, I, I wouldn't mind at all. And, and it's possible. There's been there's been sanctioned about to replace it. People probably don't even remember the IBA from back in the day. That was a pretty prominent title. Mm. Listen, what's next for Jamal? You know, Jamal, I... Uh, Man, obviously the fight we all want to see is Canelo. I'm put. I'm a Canelo fan. I'm pushing for it. But I think, I think, I think realistically we can see him getting there and unify with Triple G, because um, it looks like this Canelo thing is going to take a while. I don't know. I know they made a revised offer, but I don't think he's getting it. But I'd love to see them make a deal, get him in there with Golovkin, uh, scoop up that IBF, and uh, start solidifying himself at 60. If Canelo's not going to be back at 60 full time, uh, he needs to be the man at 160, man. You know, Dan, they got Jamal. Boxrec has Jamal Charlo further above on their pound for pound list. Jamal is 16 on Boxrec's pound for pound, while Jamel is 28. I guess that's because Jamal moved up one division, so they give you points for that. But yeah, damn, yeah. but don't you get points for unifying three belts? And that's updated already today. I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know about that. I mean, this is what it says, so I don't know. 
But you know they got Canelito as number one. But yeah, uh, if you can't get the Canelo fight, I'd like to see a unification for Jamal. Triple G or Andre, if it's possible. Wait, wait, wait. So you think that a Canelo fight right now, like next, is what should happen? I Personally, I'd love that. That's the fight I want to see. It's... Uh, you know, Canelo's been known to not let these things linger. Everybody thinks he waited forever, but, you know, from the time people start calling for it, it's usually less than two years. We're at that two-year mark. And, well, I mean, uh, Canelo's younger, though, so it's never going to be a thing about making him older. They're one, he's one year apart, and, and, and Canelo younger by yeah, one. Yeah, but my thing is he doesn't let tend to let these things linger, and I think now uh, if we get the, the right appreciation from fans, I think he'll be next. Um. Regardless, though, like I said, I'd like to see uh, Charlo in a unification. I'm not interested in the Eubanks fight. I want him to start solidifying himself as the man at 60. So, Jamal, Charlo, you want to see him in a unification. Um, who could he unify with? That you have trouble. You have Triple Andre G and Andre. and Gennady, right? Those are the two champions? Mm-hmm. And then uh, IBF. Oh. Both on the zone. Who's the WBA 160? And that's probably... That's Canelo, right? Uh, Not quite sure. Double checking now. Says Canelo is the WBA and the WBC franchise. Yup. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's kind of... I just think the Eubank fight doesn't do much for him unless... No, that's crazy putting... that the WBA is still holding his place there. Wow. So... Because uh, Ryota Morota could be elevated if, if uh, hypothetically, Jamal offers Morota the fight and then his team simultaneously sends a letter to the WBA asking, can he be elevated since Canelo hasn't fought in that division in how long now? It's been over a year at least. Since May of 2019, you know, and the WBA, since they're already in bed with PBC, they might be like, "Hell yeah, we need this. We need this WBC. I mean, we need this uh, sanctioning fee that we're not getting with Canelo." Yes, Canelo's mm-hmm. our champion, but he, is he fighting at, at this division for us to make that check? So we might need to, you know, give him super franchise status in the WBA so that Charlo and Ryota Morota could. But that's also top rank. Unification for Jamal is difficult right it's now. It's difficult, yeah. Like I said, unless you put Canelo Ibo. I mean, if you unify with the IBO. And you got to put, I mean, I guess we just talked about we want to put more behind the IBO, but you see, uh, Jamel didn't even pick it up last night. He did not. Well, he didn't pick it up because Rosario didn't bring it to the table. Remember, Rosario dropped it right oh, okay, after. Okay. He dropped it right after the fight. But. It's difficult for Jamal because all the champions are with the zone. You're talking WBO, IBF, and the WBA champion all being with the zone. Yeah. So the next best thing, what's the next best thing? I mean, I love your idea about WBO. You know, I, I wanted Crawford to do it. I'm happy, yeah. I'm happy that uh what is it, Juan Martinez, is that his name? With, with Reynoso, the short dude, the one that just beat Charlie Edwards? Oh, I'm not even 100 percent sure. I think All right, so. Well, I know I I hear I hear through the grapevine he's unifying and the the zone is accepting it. I don't know what belt is gonna unify with the IBO to because because they're the ones. Oh really, well, they're they're saying in the chat that Triple G has the IBO at 160. Yeah, but he also got the IBF. 
Oh yeah, damn. So not you. Okay, I get what y'all. So you saying no Eubank unification? Damn. I mean, and I don't. I really don't feel like Jamal should have to go to 168 for a big fight, man. But it's like. I mean, looking at him yesterday, though. Looking at him yesterday, he's huge. Bro, yeah, he's a big boy. He literally made Dervianchenko and his team go down. Like, they said it. We're out, man. We're going to 54. Yeah, and you know what? Not, yeah. He got some great fights at 54. Him and Charles Conway. You know, there's just so many guys. I mean, woo. The would thing would is, Harrison take that fight? Would Tony Harrison take a Dervianchenko fight? Come my on. thing is, if you're trying to get Dervianchenko a championship, I don't think he gets past Jamel either. Well, I mean, look, he's not worried about that. He's worried about not being able to bang with the 60s. Yeah. You know, he, he's going to go down there and get acclimated. They're going to find him some stuff to get acclimated with before he starts thinking of a Jamel. And he's got to earn his way to a Jamel. But let me tell you, they know how to move that kid. He gets eliminators off of losses. I won't be surprised if he gets somehow an eliminator off this performance for being tough at 54 somehow. Maybe Laura yeah. gives him a shot at 54 for the regular, and now he's ranked at 54, you know what I mean? It, it's so much, but that's a tough fight for Laura. I mean, that dude's a puncher, you know? Not a big puncher, but he gets your attention. He gets your attention, mm -hmm. even though Jamal... He, hit, he, hit, he had Charlo buzzed a couple times. Nothing major, but you could tell he got his attention. I can't second that, but I will say that I want to see that. I know Mitty said something like that. I don't remember seeing him get buzzed. But, yeah, I mean, um, so what's next for Mel? 154-pound division, all the straps, what's next? If you're asking me as a fan, I want to see that third Harrison fight. I know he's really? probably not interested in that at all. Wow, why, um, why, why do you feel even after this he needs a Harrison fight? Like, he just solidified himself. Like, why oh, Harrison? That's just an interesting fight, and if you're trying to sell it, that fight sells well. That that beef sells well. Um, so you, you you like the build up? You like what yeah, they bring then, in terms of building it up, or is it more about in the ring? Uh, a little bit of both, because I was gonna say, um, with, for my bit, if you're putting a business head on, I think Harrison's the way to go. Or Lars been on pay per view with Canelo. They did three hundred thousand. Let's make the Laura fight. You know, he's talked about this former teammates. You know. Um, that's kind of the old guard. So, you know, that's that's another option is, is Laura, I think, you know. Like I said, and you if you want to put Jamel back on pay-per-view, that's that's a, that's a route you can go. But uh, other than that, man, I don't know. Uh, I, if he can get his hands on that, on Teixeira for that, for that, that undisputed, out of all the fighters we talk about going to undisputed, Jamel probably has the best chance of uh, being one of these guys to finally pull that off. Because Undisputed, me personally, I've never put too much into it because of all the politics involved, and that's a hard thing to... Uh, once you get it, it's hard to maintain because you got mandatories at left and right, and it's, you know... But right now, if he can if he can pick off that one, that'd be a, that'd be something good. I think Castano... Who's fighting uh, Teixeira for the WBO, Ness? Uh, Castano, right? Yeah, so if he can get the winner of that fight, that'd be cool. Otherwise, I think, uh, you know, I, Harrison. Castano's PBC. Choice. If he could come back with it, then you know. And I think Castano's uh, 
a Samson Lewicovich, so they're in another big fight. You know what I mean? They got another big one on their hands. So do you think that, that either one of these guys can go back to pay-per-view after this? It's tough, man. You know, you you want to believe that the easiest one to get it is Jamel, mm -hmm. but you still need a dance partner. So I would go with your idea. Maybe the listeners and callers could give us a better one. But if you got to do pay-per-view with Jamel, Harrison at least sells it. Mm -hmm. But there isn't anything else out there in terms of names that's going to sell it unless you do an older name. You bring that's what I'm saying, Lara. Previous nah, Canelo opponent. Nah, nah, hell no. no? Hell no. You don't hell think so? No. I mean, they could sell it. Their storyline, I ain't going to turn it all the way down. Teammates. Yeah, former teammates. Laura always, they, they could found sound bouts. They can find sound bites of Laura always saying, I'll fight him. I'll fight him. Even when they were trained, you know, by the same trainer. And then after the separation, he definitely expressed wanting to fight him. But he, it doesn't do anything for me. He doesn't know English. It's I need Charlo to cross over. And we want to help him do that. And Laura doesn't do that. I get that Laura is recognizable because he was in a pay-per-view 100 years ago with, with, with Canelo. But it's just that. A 100-year-old pay-per-view no one remembers. Nah. We need a better name than that. Yo, listen. You would be better off dusting off Trout, even though I think he already fought Trout because they both fought Trout. So yeah. you need a name yeah. that also speaks English, that's, that resonates with America, you know? And... I don't know who that is. Because I don't think J Rock is that guy. For if you're gonna go pay per view, I don't think J Rock is that guy. I mean, maybe they do J Rock as a hometown, but but uh, um, I just want to note if he doesn't go pay per view after this, it just speaks to the star power of Canelo and Earl, who mm -hmm. continue to do pay per views after their first pay per view. Uh, and honestly, I I feel like them this being a Showtime pay per view might have hurt them a little bit. I feel like this Jamel was doing so well on Fox that why not capitalize on that? I mean, because the next one could be Fox. They gave Showtime one, and maybe now they go back back to Fox with your Harrison fight. I just don't see how the audience is like, oh yeah, this guy went and got three more belts. I mean, two more belts. Well, actually, three with the ring, knocked out yeah. somebody bigger than him. And he's going to go back to this guy? It, it's, I don't see the storyline. If it was vice versa, and Harrison off the laws beat Jason, and then they were meet, and it was like, it makes all the sense in the world, but... Yeah. You know, so far... Uh, for me, like I said, it's the build-up, though. Like, Harrison oh, can sell snap. that fight. Real quick, shout-out to Killer Kells from Cali, who supported Hardcore... Uh, Jay Hardcore in uh, D.C., uh, the wireless airbudshop.com company. Uh, he sent us a free pair for our Fantasy TBV Pick'em League winner. And they look exactly like this because this is the box. And Kels just sent me a message in the pre-pro said he just got his. So I hope you use the 10% uh, off code TBV. And remember, we get nothing. He's just one of our own community members he's been listening to the show for years and he just started this company and we're supporting and i'm glad that now this is i believe the second person that's go ahead and purchased a pair of wireless uh budshop.com air buds which work both for ios and android and again i get nothing i just use them and know that they work 
very, very well. So shout out to Killer Kells, who's our pound for pound, showing, man, that he can spread the love, man. That's what's up. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The biggest name, I don't know. Is there Kell Brook? They got to offer Kell Brook to fight. but but Because, look, I'm hearing Kell Brook and Crawford might not be final, right? So, Really? Yeah, I'm hearing money issues. Let's see how real that is. But if you send an offer for a unification at 54, you ain't even got to make the weight now. Can he steal that opponent? That's recognizable. That's a name. Yeah, it is. That's a name. He was in there with Earl. He was in there with Gennady. He's been on pay-per-view in the, in the UK. But but I don't know. Costa Zoo? Like, do you want to go to Australia and show your international and, and go Jim to Lee. the other jungle? Go to the other jungle in Australia yeah. and beat up some kangaroos? I don't know. But, but he is the biggest thing. So it's more about finding the right piece to and, fit with him. And don't get me wrong, I don't think it's anything, any indictment against Jamel if he doesn't go back on pay-per-view. I mean, he's a big draw on Fox alone, you know. Um, I'd like for them to get away from doing the Duke. I, it's cool, but uh, I know these guys want to stand alone and, and uh, you know, I'd like for them to get away from the dual card thing for a little while. You said you would like him to do the little card thing? No, to get away from the dual card, the him oh, and Jamal. Oh, yeah, you mean the, the separation. Card. You mean the separation. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard, man, because Jamal doesn't have anything. It's like you said. Are they going to do a main event with Eubank? Nah, you got to keep putting them on half-half cards because Eubank ain't known out here. I just would hate for him to get forced up to 68 without unifying again because he didn't unify 54 either, did he? Yeah. Then he, uh, oh no, was it IBF? That's it? IBF, and then he beat J-Rock and came up and got the WBC at 60. Yeah. So Two-time, I, I, though, he two-time. I, I, I mean, mm-hmm. he never considers himself two-time. I guess that's because you're just two-division. I wonder why yeah. they don't, I wonder why people who won the belt in two different divisions don't call themselves two-times. Maybe two-times is only being two-times champ in the same division. Or I don't know. Two that, times I thought, champ. I thought that too. Because Broner, Broner says four-time champion. Because like, uh, like, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, I, I, I would consider it each time, but. People saying he should go for undisputed, but that's the difficulty, ladies and gents. That's the difficulty. You got to wait it out for Brian Castellano and, and Patrick Texera to bang. Then you got to deal with Golden Boy if Patrick wins. Remember, Patrick wins, you got to deal with Golden Boy. Then you got your mandatory. Yeah, you got your mandatory with Erickson Lubin, who's what? Number eight in the ring? You know, number one in the WBC? He's going to want to crack. You got this guy, Israel Madrimov. Isn't he with um, Israel? Isn't Israel with uh, the zone too? And he's the number one for the WBA. But I guess he'll be fighting Laura before he gets to fight Charlo any day. Uh, but uh, and in the IBF, you got another one though. You got is he gonna fight whoever the hell Bakraham Mak- Malataliev is? Isn't that he, isn't that Joel Diaz's fighter? I think so. Uh-oh. He has a lot of those we Eastern got a Europeans. Lot of, a lot of Eastern Europeans, yeah. See, so Israel Masvidal is definitely with uh, the zone, and that and that's with the WBA. He's only got six fights. 
Charlo's not gonna like. Come on. And then for Jamel too, it's like, dude, can I mean, if Jamal's gonna stay at sixty, what's the point for Jamel to go up to sixty? Because he's gonna have the same problem. Everything else is on the other side. Hmm. So it's kind of, you know. Hey yo, and they, per- they had actually, um, okay. So so this guy uh, Bakram, he's he's a he's got to be a PBC fighter. He was on the card yesterday on the undercard, so they know he's getting a shot. They kept him busy, bro. And he got a stoppage versus Manny Woods, but he's fought nobody. Of no, Elvin Ayala is the, the, the a name I know. Numberto Gonzalez, another name. That looks like it. That's it. He's got 18 fights, but that's it. So is he ready? I don't know. I think I seen this guy fight one time, too. He didn't look ready from what I saw. They said you interviewed Backroom at the Canelo Jacobs fight. Yeah, he didn't look ready from what I saw. And the Canelo Jacobs, that's what I'm saying. That's probably the fight that I saw. We'll favor, let me see. That is not the Ford, the Hard Rock in Vegas. Yep, Numberto Gonzalez. That might have been it, right? That was October 13th. Sounds like the Jacobs card. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, man, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what those matchmakers come up with now. I mean... He definitely got some mandatories to deal with, but that I would take that IBF one out the out easy. That guy's not ready. He's not ready. Yeah. He's not ready, bro. Take him and out. And somebody in the chat said they made a good point. It's, oh, it's, uh... snap, yo. Jack Cool Clay. Remember, he dropped down from 60. He's number two in the IBF. Uh-oh. Yeah. And Costa uh, Zoo's son. Said, uh... Costa Zoo's son, number four. So it's going to get interesting for him, but he's still the biggest fish. So they need to start making things around him in H-Town. You know? Yeah. Make Costa Zoo's son come to him unless they got a bigger site fee in Australia. But Cool Clay, Germany. Get a chip out over here. Jared, all them Toyota dudes. Center, Minute Maid Park. Damn, Sergio Garcia, too. Uh-oh, it could get interesting for Jamel. I mean, I yeah. don't see none of those guys beating him, but I do see a lot of good fights. Like, Cool Clay's a good fight. Garcia's a good fight. Costa Zoo, I'm interested in. You know? Oh, well, well yeah. Tim Zoo, Tim Zoo. But uh, somebody said in the chat, I can't remember who it was, but they made a good point. It's like... It's not maintaining those belts that, but it, but once you've done that, once you've won all those belts, you can always say I had. You know what I mean? I mean, look, man, he got three out of the four. If he doesn't get the WBO, ain't nobody gonna indict him. You know, it's only it's only his own fans that will put him on this. You know super duper platform if he's undisputed because a lot of people don't do it but you know true boxing fans understand that the politics of boxing just don't allow that sometimes yeah and for me even with that 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 last belt i mean like we said uh easy and above easy and above uh he's the number one guy at 154 there's no questions for me uh regardless who has the wbo i don't i consider jamel the champion the one true champion, you know what I mean? For real. That's how I feel. Like it's not the welterweights. We don't have a Bud and an Earl and a and a, and a, and, a, and a Sean and a Danny. Like he took out those guys. You know what I mean? They got to build yeah. themselves back up. But his legacy could be something magnificent if he stood there. 
Like, there are names that I'm interested in in the future. You know, obviously the Lubin rematch is there to sell. Jared Hurd, if he could return, how he returns. You know, uh, the Harrison rematch is there to sell. You got Tim Zhu, there to sell. Um, you know, interesting fights with... Uh, you can do... The Cool Clay, I know that's not a name that resonates with America, neither is Sergio Garcia, but they're very interesting style matchups. Mm -hmm. uh, he could do Jesse Vargas. Jesse's still with Al, but it might look bad, but Jesse's ranked at 54 in the WBC. Maybe he could fight Jesse Vargas, but he did come off of the knockout. I mean, yeah, knockout, right, to Mikey or knockdown No, it loss? was a decision. He got dropped yeah, once or knock, twice, though. A knockdown loss, so maybe that doesn't look right. But again, you're expanding your Mexican fan base by fighting a Mexican, and that's a dude you could bring to Houston because he's Mexican. Beat, oh, yeah. You know, do him in Houston and gain some fans. Um, on the, on the, on, in like in a year or two, Charles Conwell would be a crazy fight because of his dangerous, dangerous power. You know, um, again, what does Kelberg do if he doesn't land that Crawford fight? That's an interesting fight at 54. The Williams fight, if he could get it back together. He's got a few fights there. And then all that time, Fundura is building his name. And he can meet with Fundura this you know, the burning inferno or tower, whatever they call them, you know? Yeah. So he could stay there and, and, and just be a guy that, you know, makes his bones, like dominating the division, Triple G style. Triple G didn't move up, and he was only offered one fight to move up that was dangerous, which was Ward. He wanted guys like Gilberto and Chavez, at least in the media, never actually moved up for them. But refused, no, refused, refused to move up for Ward publicly. So all I'm saying is that even though there was a fight for him to make, he didn't receive backlash. Even though he said he wanted to move up, he didn't receive backlash. So Jamel could stay at 54 and reign supreme for years to come, at least another three with decent yeah, the fights. There. With decent fights. Like I have no issue waiting for the Charles Conwell fight, the Lubin fight. If Harrison could beat Hurd, the Harrison rematch or the Hurd fight, Funduda fight, Tim Zhu fight, Kel Brook fight, I'm I'm good with all those, man. But mm -hmm. that's really my final thoughts um, for Jamal. Real quick, I just want to talk about different. that knockout, though. Okay. What did you think of that? You you see what I put in the title? Convulsions, my man. It was. He started having seizure-like convulsions, spasms. I mean, I, I just... it's crazy. Initially, I thought maybe he cracked a rib, punctured his lung. But then when you watch it on the playback, that's when I said it reminds me of the De La Hoya Hopkins knockout, where it didn't look like much. Yeah. I hated that De La Hoya Hopkins. I always thought De La Hoya took a dive, man. But My now, dad thought the same thing, bro. Now to this you day, see, he thinks. <laughs> yo, even, yo, honestly, even with, with Jason, when he went, I'm like, what the hell? That's a jab to you know, like, it's hard for the boxing fan who doesn't take the punch to understand yeah. how crucial those shots are. And now you see why Floyd would use that stab jab to the body so much, man. Credit to Charlo, man. Credit to Charlo. His brother dropped Jim Julian Williams with a jab, and this guy knocked out Jason Rosario mm -hmm. with a jab. He right was gasping button, for air. Like, he got his head up to the, to the last rope, and he was... <gasps> 
you like you could see his face gasping for air. Like, yo, those dudes I, got I really, legitimate I power. Cracked, I thought he broke a rib and it punctured through his lung. That's Crazy. really what I thought at first. Insane. The convulsions was insane. I, I almost got upset at him. Like, yo, what in the hell is this? Uh, we got a cash app from TJ who says, Harrison versus Lubin, then 2021 Harrison Charlo 3 pay-per-view. Um, yeah, there you go. Lubin has no reason to fight Harrison. Lubin's already the number one silver belt mandatory. Harrison needs to fight a guy like Hurd, Laura, or Castellano, like Tim Zoo. Like, he got to get back in the mix. He got to get He's back gotta in the mix. He's got to come back and look good against he somebody and then call. He can't get in the mix just because he beat Jamel one time. Like, I already avenged that loss. How you still holding that loss against me? You know what I mean? And that's like, going on two years ago, too. It's not fair. Like, for him to just come off the loss to Jamel and get the shot because they got history? Well, Lubin got history and earned his shot back. And I got nothing against Harrison, believe you me. I'm actually trying to schedule him Super Max Nose in the pre-pro just like everybody else in the pre-pro. Me and him have been talking. I was trying to get him on this week, but he was busy. I wanted him before the actual fights. So now we're going to get him for the aftermath. But... We're going to open up these phone lines. You already know the number to call in is 1-425-569-5241. Press 1 one time. Voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. I want to go ahead and play this clip. Actually, these aren't our final thoughts. We're going to expand on this topic a little bit more because of this. Um, I hope some of the greats in a, in a, in a, in a past boxing start rocking with me and my brother. Um, we, we feel like we're alone in this world and that's why we're taking everybody out one by one. That that works for you guys though, right? I mean you that, that fuels you both of you, yeah. right? It's Jeff Fuel. They messed up when they did this, you know, rob me out that one fight. So and, and because they don't rock with us and because they So basically, just like Wilder, remember Wilder was like, yo, you know, the the the, 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 the instead of the greats of the past embracing us, they they they, they talking about us. They not bigging us up. You know what I'm saying? So Jamel, just like Wilder, feeling like the greats of the past need to embrace he and his brother mm -hmm. for what they were doing and and show some love. Help them get to that next level. And it's true. It should be like that. It should be like that. That's yeah, why I'm it, happy that PBC was able to land Lennox Lewis because that's a recognizable face for the casual fans to hear him and watch him talking over stars future stars like Jamel Charlo and Earl Spence, it, it, it gives the casual fan the okay to follow them. Yeah, you got to have that uh, that anointment from those type of guys. And it's weird, man. I guess it's just something about boxing. It's hard to let that, it's hard to pass that torch even when they've been long gone, which is always a, I've always found that interesting. It's crazy though, man, because it's like you, you, your career is over, so we ain't going to really ask much about you we're going to be asking about the future and, and, and you know, mm -hmm. what you think about them. And uh, they just need to find nicer things to say, I believe. But uh, Ken Stone with the super chat, thank you for the love, early in the morning, says, Eubank fight in the UK to boost his world exposure. I can see that. But what does it do for his American fans? You know what I mean? I, 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 everybody, I guess his American fans just have to understand that this is, you know, um, global, like, star-raising time. I don't know. I, 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 I like the Eubank fight, though. I know what Eubank brings. Um, 
so I don't mind it, but I, I'm just thinking on another level, on a marketing level, like, is it really going to do what Charlo wants it to do in terms of building his star power? But we're going to open up these phone lines now. You know the number to call in is one four two five five six nine fifty two forty one. Press 1 one time. Voice your opinion right here on the Voice of the People hotline. Don't forget, you can add Nestor Gibbs on Skype. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. All right, we going out to Seattle, Washington zone. Mr. PPC, baby. Boxingvoice.com. Mr. PPC, baby. Yo, yo, yo. Um, last night's fight was crazy, man. Um, the Charlos really did it for me. PBC did it for me. It was a little bit late, though. I'm gonna keep it real. 10:30 over here. Um, when when Rosario got hit, man, I thought he was having a straight up seizure. I thought he was gonna die. Um, she was crazy. You know, just a jab. You know. Um. Everything else was good, too. I mean, I lost on the ESPN Plus stuff. Uh, dang, uh, Ness, what happened on the zone? What you mean? Did um did your boy, dad, win? Yeah, the dad won. What happened to his son? What you mean? Same thing always happens, bro. He's not his father. When did he quit? I, I didn't watch it. I don't have the I didn't watch that shit. Oh. Damn. Yo, he quit after a cut, man. Tried to get a cheap win. Oh, for real? Damn. Hey, that's my call. Watch that, man. champ. Uh, let me get to Arthur Wapaholics. What up? What's up, night? What's Y'all going hear on? me good? Yes, sir. Oh, uh, yeah. First thing I want to say, um, thank Al Heyman for a good night of boxing. Um, Respect to the Charlos. You got to respect them. Jamel, the number one guy. And um, Rosario, it just looks like Rosario just got, like, the wind knocked out of him. I've had that happen to me before. We just, like, you just you just can't move when the wind just knocked out of you. I've had that happen to me before playing football. But, yeah, respect to the Charlos. Um, y'all were talking about Jamel. I feel like a good favorite fight for Jamel would be um, Jamel versus Sean Porter. I feel like that would be a good fight for the fans. And, um... Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing Jamal facing like a Caleb Clay or Benavides. I don't know. I don't think Triple G will fight him or or Canelo. I don't think Canelo's gonna fight till next year for uh, his own situation. But uh, that's my call. Yo, I about, like that Sean Porter. I don't know idea. about that Sean Porter because the power. Yes. Like, listen, this is what I, I I would say. If you could tell me, like, nah, he's been struggling to make the way. That's why his power ain't there. 54 would help him because he did fight at 65 in the amateurs. That's what I'm saying. And he did drop Daniel Jacobs like six times plus beat Usyk, but he's short. So if he could somehow get some power at 54, but not like that, man, not like that. Plus he ain't even ready. You know he got he he still got mad unfinished business down there. You know I don't I don't know. know. 
I disagree, man. I like that. I like the Jamel Sean Porter. That's that's be something I'd be wanting to watch. Yeah, that's pay per view. If you're Jamel, you like, yo, Al, why do I want that? Like, I got four belts and you want me to fight a welterweight? And he ain't even Mexican? At least I said Jesse to build the brand. I'm just saying. Anyway. But over the last year, Sean's became that dude. He's a he's a fan favorite. He's all over ESPN. He was on PBC you. on Fox a lot. Is he big enough to move up to 54 and get a, a, a freaking unification shot by voluntary? That's If you ask me, I say yes. I mean, he did do a pay-per-view, and if you want to stay on pay-per-view, why not do a pay-per-view with a dude that was on pay-per-view, right? Yeah. But let me get to the owner of wirelessbuzzshop.com. Pick up yours at wirelessbuzzshop.com, and don't forget you can also win a brand-new free pair Right here at patreon.com forward slash the boxing voice by joining our TBV Fantasy Pick'em League. Jay Hardcore, what up? What up, what up with that family, man? I enjoyed last night so much, man. It was just amazing, man. Uh, those Charlos, man. I really, I really wanted to see that because I love the boys already. But I wanted to uh, actually get a good gauge, man. And I was able to gauge yesterday to see what I want to see for the future. And I'm going to tell you, Big Charlo, I feel like he could beat your man, man. I feel like he could beat Canelo, bro. And uh, with uh, uh, the little Canelo, man, I, I mean, little Charlo, I feel, though, that uh, there ain't nothing left for him, to be honest. I mean, you know, it's just a bunch of rematches or, you know, stuff like that, so... I don't yeah, know but if what, he what's next up, with him, man. If he move up, he going to be in the same division as his brother with the same problems because all the other belts. I know, same. right, and that's what they didn't – that's what they didn't – and that's why his brother stepped up to the next division. So maybe his brother, after he need, if he can't get what he wants, he might have to move to 68 so his brother can move into 60. I mean, you know, that's the only thing that makes sense. But uh, I, mean, I think we have a disservice if we don't get Canelo or Triple G in there with Big Charlo, bro. That's pretty much all I got to say, man. It was just a beautiful night. And I never seen that punch like that do that to a person. I've been watching boxing for over 40 years. That was something new to me, bro. Yeah, I mean, the last caller said it the best, but Jay Harko, thank you for calling in. Uh, he definitely just lost his air. You got the, the yo, my brother used to do that to me all the time back in the day, fighting over that remote. Boom, body shot. <gasps> you just gasping. You you can't, you, 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 you dying. Literally, I got tackled once in a football game, and I, and I got hit real hard like that and lost my air, and that was, yeah. football it was rough, game. man. Yeah, tackle will do that to you all day. For real. Moving on, we got Gado. What up? Yo, y'all can hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. First off, man, I'm just proud of the Charlos, man. They had a great performance, dog. Uh... I don't know what else you could ask for. Um, Jamal looked good. Mel looked great with the devastating knockout. Uh, as far as Mel's future, man, I think, uh, like you said, man, he could make his bones by dominating his division, man. I still want to see Charlo and her, man. I still want to see uh, him fight J-Rock. I still – I would want to see him fight large just to get the legend on his – uh, you know what I'm saying, get the legend on his resume. So I think, you know what I'm saying, he could just make his career doing that, man, being being the guy, being the undisputed guy at 154. Uh, I do want him to go grab that WBO, though, man. Uh, go ahead and make it official. But, uh, yeah, man, I think uh, I think the boys did great, man. 
Uh, as far as Rosario, I definitely do think he uh, it was an air problem. Um, I'd have had to win. I got Amoeba folks going up on the shot, man, and uh, playing basketball. I fell down, got uh, clipped under the legs. I fell down, landed on my back. Cut it, cut it, cut it. We going out to Pachito Papi. What up? Yo, yo, what up? What up, Ness, man? How you been, man? All good, champ. How are you? Been a minute. Pretty good. Hey, yeah, it's been a minute, man. You guys doing your thing, the boxing boys. I see you guys, man. But first of all, I wanted to say, Mel, man, that dude, that boy crazy out there, man. I don't think no one can touch this dude, bro. Uh, if he fight, I, I heard the last callers talking about, I want to see him fight hurt. He'll wash hurt, bro. He'll hurt hurt. He'll, he'll hurt that boy right there. You know what I mean? So uh, I just wanted to say I want to give a shout-out to Charlo Twins. Keep doing your thing. Lions only. And the boxing voice, man. It's good to talk to you, Ness. Always, bro. Take care, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you for calling in. Glad you're still tuned in, rocking out. We're going out to Lewis in Boston. What up? No, maybe I got it wrong. Lewis, ain't you from Boston? Rivera? No, going once, just listening. You at church twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm from... Yes, I live in Boston. Uh, up, I'm Jim? just working. I'm just listening. All right, all right. We're going out to CYP, California. What up, what up, what up? Great what night, up? great night. Look, we all know what it is. I mean, you can hate all you want to. We know what it is. But my, my whole thing is it. I believe that male... Number four, pound for pound, behind Crawford, Loma, Canelo, and uh, who who is mother guy? Who is mother guy? Crawford? No, 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 he's next. He's next. The reason why I say he's number four is because at his division, at his division, he's below the guys who have done things in multiple divisions, which is the three I named. But the next guy who has dominated his division is Jamel. No other dude has knocked out three top ten dudes in his division. Knocked out stoppages of three top ten. That dude should be number four. Ahead of Triple G, because he did more than Triple G has done at 160. He's done more than any other dude at his division. So when, once you get past the unified champions and, and, the, and the multiple division champions, that dude's, that dude's up next. I got him number four. Debate that. He's going, on the top, he's going in the top ten. But for me, he should be top four. Cut it. Cut it. He can't pass Triple G. He can't pass Triple G. Triple G uh, did unify. And Triple G had more consecutive defenses. But I think at this point right now, he's ahead of Triple G. Pound how? Pound how? 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 He's We're never. About, first of all, Triple G at least defended a, a, a unified title. He, th- he's just became unified. Let him yeah, defend. Yeah, but that's, that's like, that's based off of a track record. I'm talking about right for now, pound for pound. Who's a better fighter at this moment? I gotta oh, say, Jermaine. no, 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 no. If we go on, see, he said rankings. He went one. He said uh, he put him in in place. If you talk about fighter, obviously Triple G's older. Jamel's on the up. He's 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 way better at this point. But he, I thought we were debating ranking. Well, no. It, it, as far as pound for pound, that's where I keep you. I, I I don't look at what you've done before. It's what are you doing right now? How good are you right now? And that's I think I think right now. Uh, Jermel's definitely above Triple G and Pound for Pound rankings. Um, well, no one's updated it yet. I think it's too soon. 
because uh, on Boxtrack, like I said, he's not. He's actually lower than um, his brother. They have his brother ahead of him at 16. Let me check the ring, see where they have him at, and then we'll get a gauge of where they're going to put him in the future if they haven't already uh, updated. Looks, he's definitely got to be top 10, like, at least top 5. Looks like he's not there yet. But they got Triple G at seven. So if you remove Triple G, um, and they got better beef there for just unifying, not defending. But he did do it in short of time. Remember, better beef is 15 fights in. So he does have a case because just like better beef, he unified. Uh, better beef is undefeated. Uh, maybe he could take Estrada's spot. I don't know much about Estrada and his accomplishments. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm like you. I'm not too much. I, I just believe he's got to be top 10 at this point. I mean, who would you take out? I know this isn't your list, but you got Canelo at number one, Loma at number two. They got a new way at number three. Maybe that's the name to get out of there. Yeah, it, uh, nah, are you crazy? Honestly, man, this is going to sound like some, some hate or whatever, but... I don't see Triple G as a as a pound for pound guy at this point anymore. I mean, um, and you're going he's based never off moved the Dervianchenko fight, then. Yeah, he's never moved up. He's uh, he's looking real susceptible at this point. So yeah, I just I don't see it, man. Well, but that's just me. I guess that's a side topic to debate. I mean, you know, pound for pound is so subjective. That it, yeah. it, it is just that a debate, but I guess that's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, uh, I look, I could see, th- I could see three dudes on their list that 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 I don't think belong there. Uh, but again, I don't know about those lower divisions. Maybe, you know, the hipsters are like, "You're crazy." I knew he belongs in the list, and so does Estrada. So who knows, man? Let's go to Steve in Chicago. What up? My town up a town. Hey daddy, this is a dollar beat. I drink sodas, I eat pizza. I hang out with chicks all day. These fights still can't beat me. They fight every day, they gain the gym every day. Just give me six weeks. Boxingboys.com. Yo, what's up guys? What up? Yeah, I think uh I'll tell you what. <clears throat> I think this. Uh, I, I'm like Superman. I don't. I don't get into this undisputed too much. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. And you guys really need to realize this. They're they're not looking for him to fight with Texaria. Uh, he didn't even mention him after the fight. He didn't even talk about undisputed. Like ninety percent of the fighters at that weight of the top fighters are in PBC. He. he they're just gonna fight within their they're, they're not gonna go look for undisputed in my opinion it, it, it doesn't make financial sense what what money is he gonna gain from fighting Texaria that he wouldn't make with fighting one of the other pbc guys it's he, the same yep. legacy that earl spence fans want him to get and crawford fans want him to get by different, facing each other different. crawford that's a lot different that's that's crawford has a way bigger profile than Texaria. a, a bigger what he, there's no money. There's no money. They're not going to dish out money uh, to make it appealing for Jermel. 
There's no money. Because, uh, I mean, all you got to do is pay Jamel. Teixeira is being offered a good paycheck and the opportunity. He doesn't have to get a great paycheck. He's getting Jamel, no, Jamel no, nice, but... can make the same money fighting a guy within PBC. Exactly, he... and not create legacy. So if you're telling me he can make the same money fighting a Harrison, why not fight Teixeira and make legacy? He's not gonna fight because the 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 politics. Hey, they're, they're on, not. Gonna, on, Earl, Earl's just, gonna fight Crawford. Let me just That's say this because Nancy, I, I get what he's saying because with Spence and Crawford, those guys are are the guys that are considered number one. With Jamal, he's already clear cut the number one guy at fifty four. There's no question about that. So I get what he's saying, but I also see Ness's point. Shit, I just fucking hung out on Steve by mistake. Oh. I mean, I see your point, Ness, because, yeah, you do want that that undisputed accolade. It's good for legacy. But uh, he's right, though. It's not the same as the Spence Crawford situation. Those guys no, are fighting obviously for it's a one. bigger fight. Obviously, Spence Crawford is a bigger fight. I understand that. All I'm saying is that if you're going to get paid the same for Harrison, for Texture, no, absolutely. you, you might as legacy. well do it. You know what I mean? You might as well you. do it. I get you. Yeah. Uh, yo, let Steve know I didn't hang up on him on purpose if he comes back. I'm, I'm trying to add him, but he hasn't answered. We're going to JT, New Orleans. Are you up in Adam, champ? You ready to... Uh, actually, I'm going to go to King Amin, who did tell me he was ready. You let me know in the chat. Just like the king is what I mean. I mean, the king is what I mean. I mean... Yo, 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 what's good? What's good, fellas? Good to see y'all here talking to politics. What up, champ? Listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm with, like, boom. I think with, with the Teixeira fight, unless you're saying legacy, but you made that case about Danny Garcia all the time, and, and I think we're both objective fans of Danny Garcia. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't cherry-picked. Some of them fights just wasn't worth it. So, you know the crazy thing is? A Teixeira and Harrison fight is a bigger fight for 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 Charlo to get back in there with Harrison for a rematch for, for some strap that some other joker across the street had. Like it or not, marketing-wise, that would be a crazy fight. You know what I'm saying? But Teixeira, he would get the belt. But I don't think people are going to say, yo, look at Teixeira. He held the belt for so long or he was dominating for so long. And then Charlo came along and took it from him. I don't think he would get that sort of recognition for it. So, you know, I, I think, and then 54 is that kind of division. Every fighter's a good win from being the big dog in a way. But but Charles separated himself last night. You know what I mean? So, cut it, cut it, cut it. I kick, and I like King Amin's idea, man. Let somebody else pick up that fourth belt and then go do that. Uh, yeah, nah, he, and I mean, Harrison, that's, what Castellan that's what Castellano's trying to do. We're going out to JT, New Orleans. So, actually, you come across like a nice guy, but you really a piece of shit. Hey, that comment. Come on, that's a piece of fuck you. That's a piece of shit. You know, we're, we're doing, we're doing a lot of TV. I can't, what are you going to do about it? I'll tell you this, mother. Why do you have to talk like that? Well, I'm talking to you the way I want to talk to you. You have a problem? Turn off your station. I'm the best ever. Yeah, what's up, yo? What's up? What up? Hey, um, what we talking about? Charlo getting the the four bell now? We talking about the fight? What's what's going on? Uh, we talking about the fights. 
We talking about the knockdown, the knockout. What's next? What's next? Pound for pound, a little bit of everything, champ. Well, I heard, uh, I heard Julian Williams say he's guaranteed the next fight because he had surgery on his, eye, um, his his eyes or something like that. I'm mean, not his eyes, but the the tissue because you know he he scar up easy. But he said he's guaranteed the next fight, uh, the the win out out them two. So, I mean, you don't think that's going to take place now? I'm not saying it didn't. I actually said that, um, and I based it off of Julian Williams' tweet uh, and him saying, I'm going to show you how great I am, hashtag two-time. I figured that he was probably going to be Jamel's quote-unquote tune-up. I, but think, I, but at I s- think that's a good mess. I to be honest, I think that's still a good fight, Julian Williams. And Jamel Cholo, no disrespect, he got the win by knockout. But I feel like Rosario was in the fight. Dude, even though the knockouts came, I mean, the, the knockdowns came, and then he stopped him with that rib shot. I think he broke something in his ribs that made him not get up from that shot. But it's like Jamel, I'm sorry, I'm not hating on him, but he's he's very beatable, though. Mm. He's very beatable. I don't, I don't see that, man. Um, he, dropped, like, he dropped the dude that you want to see in there with him. Like, you want to see Williams in there with Jamel and I know style make fights, but hey, Rosario really put a number on Williams and and Jamel put a number on Rosario. Like those knockdowns, it was like three of them outside of the yeah. knockout. So man, he's and he boxed well, man. He boxed. I well. mean, that first knockdown was kind of to me, dude. He, his foot was all the way out of the ring. That was yeah, kind but, of flukish. But, but, but why that happened? Because of that that left hook to the top of the head. It messed up your equilibrium. Yeah. That back foot kicked out. He ain't had nowhere to put it because it wobbled so much. It wobbled that out the fucking more, ring. I, I saw it more as a little off balance to me, but uh, not. I did. I'm surprised right, but what to hear caused, JT say what caused the off balance? He didn't just no, lose his you. balance. He got he lost his balance from that hair shot. I'm just I, saying, I if the you. punches, if the punch causes it, punch causes it. That's how I look at it. But look, I get it. I get um, it. But yeah, I'm surprised to hear JT say he looks very beatable. That's I don't know, man. I don't see anybody at 154 that that I would pick against Jamel right now. I don't know. I mean, I don't see anybody at 54 really. You know, um, but not that I would pick. I mean, it's not impossible. But JT got a counter punch. Yeah, when I listen, when I say that, like, one thing I noticed about Jamel, he punches very hard and stuff like that. But he really have trouble when somebody's backing him up. Now, like I said, the first knockout, knockdown, it was an overhand right. It was on a left hook. Uh, uh, I know it was over right hand, overhand. I think that caught him. And like you said, I I don't think that was a good nah, knockdown. Nah, it was the it, it was the left some. hand, and then he tried to land a right hand. No. Like the, yeah, right, the right. overhand, like right, the right hand, hand overhand, right, right first. I thought it was a left hook. Then the right kind of hit him in the neck area. No, I, it was the overhand right that caught him first, that stumbled him back. And yeah. then I guess that's when he officially gave it, gave him a knockdown because it looked like it first was a push, mm. how, how he was coming down. But um, like I'm not, I'm not hating on the Charlos. I just think they both have trouble fighting backwards, and uh, you know they. they Cut it. That's, Definitely that's gave you more time there too, champ. Let me get Dervichenko to... had a lot of success. Dervichenko. Uh, when he was, when he was pushing Jamal back, that's when he had his best Jamal back. That's when he had his best moments last night. Oh, you talking Jamal now? So, yeah. so uh, you know, 
he who remained nameless, so that there's no 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 sort of hate. There's like there's there there's there's people questioning Jamal calling out Charlo and not Canelo. Uh, do you care? Excuse me, Jamal calling out Golovkin and not Canelo. Do you care? No, no, I really don't because, like I said, Canelo's situation is is tricky, and at the end of the day, Canelo's the guy to pick you. Um, you know what I mean? But isn't People... Triple G gonna pick you too? I mean, he didn't even pick Canelo. Canelo offered him the third fight. He said no. Because Triple G don't want to get knocked out yet, but. Uh, and, and people forget Charlo was – everybody talks about Charlo was the mandatory for Canelo. He was Triple G's mandatory first. He's been calling out Triple G. Uh, and I think he's doing the smart thing. Take away those options from Canelo. Like I've been saying, take those options away uh, because we don't know how long this lawsuit's going to take or or anything like that or how it's going to work out. So I think the smart move is to to say let's go uh, – let's go – let's go. like I said, I want to see him unify. It's going to be hard. I mean, if, it, if it's hard to get a Canelo fight, it's got to be hard to get a Gennady fight who's with the zone as well. But, E, Philly, talk to me. What's happening, Ness? What up? Man, happy for the Charlos, man. They did their thing. Um, I don't know. I'm always listening to what you got to say, Ness, because you get real creative, man. You know what I'm saying? But, um, I mean, they can even move up. Um, I really don't, honestly don't mind the uh, male mixing it up at 154 with them dudes down there if he feel like it. I mean, if he don't, you know, maybe he just have to move up to 60 and his brother move up to 68. Man, let, let, let Maul make his own way, man. Canelo, Canelo the dude, man. Whether you like him or not. I'm not a big Canelo fan because of his style of fighting. It really doesn't, I'm not running home to watch him. But he, he did his thing. He built his business career, man. If he pick you, pick he don't, he don't. Let Maul... Maul got to just figure out how to make his own way, man. You know what I mean? It ain't no knock on him. If Canelo don't pick him, he don't pick him. Canelo's in that spot right now, man. He might just got to work out at 68 with a couple of dudes and then go for the Benavidez's and the plants. That'd be easy to do. You know what I mean? But they they, they got the option. We sitting here talking about them, man. So they doing their thing enough and they got the option. Appreciate you, Ness. Boy, y'all working. Y'all working. I mean, nobody else works. I know he's going to be up this morning, boy. Thank you, brother. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. He said, he said, he said they got the options. We talking about them. I didn't really hear anything sexy that we said, man. I think for, I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to be honest with you. For me, the biggest thing for Jamel would be Tim Zoo. I know people going to be like, Ness, you keep talking about Tim. He ain't do nothing but beat Jeff Horn. You don't respect Horn. You ain't give Crawford the same credit. Oh, but Tim Zoo brings a country. He brings a father. I, I like the Kelbrook option you talked about. He brings about a it. father that's a legend. You know, someone talked about Jamal fighting Eubanks in the UK to build his global brand. Well, Jamel in Australia with the son of a legend gets a knockout, international pay-per-view, US pay-per-view. I mean, I don't know about US because Australia's 24 hours ahead of us. It's like 1 a.m. over there now, so I don't know. But um, yeah, you know. I don't know, something big. But let me let me let me let me play this audio and you know this is what we're discussing here, you know. On GGG. I don't want to talk about it. Where you on GGG? Where you? Triple G. What you want to call him? Little I don't care. Bring him on. I'm ready. I'm ready, man. Bring him on. Whatever you want to call him. Little G, Triple G. And that was from years ago, wasn't it? Nah, that was wasn't that last night? Oh, you're right. That was years ago. That was years mm -hmm. ago. So he's been calling Triple G name. It was years ago. 
Let me get to James Valdez, Texas. Hey, nice. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's up, brother? I um, uh, just want to say it was a good night of boxing. Um, just wanted wanted your thoughts on uh, the post fight because to me it seems like they're taking a different approach on the post fight. Like they're trying to get a different, like they got a different attitude. You know what I mean? Like like they're trying to win the people over, and I like them because I like their coaches, I like their trainers. And uh, I had another question that's uh, off topic because on the weekends the only time I really get to catch up with you guys. Are y'all going to do the rewind show today? Yo, that's a that's a mech show, and we were scheduled for last Sunday. And yeah, that that was on me. Uh, I was up. I didn't didn't look at the phone till late. Yeah, so, uh, but uh, when whenever he reschedules, look, I'm available for that on a on a on a Sunday because he works. So it's either gonna have to be a Sunday or a Saturday early or a Saturday after, like boxing bars or border wars. Like it's it, it just requires he and I, so it's not a big deal. If other people want to join, that's different. But, uh, yeah, it's just a matter of being able to schedule with yeah, Max, we'll, man. I, I talked to Ness off air. We'll, we'll get it up there, man, because I had a lot of people say they were looking forward to that Broner Maidana thing. So, But, James, aren't you the one What about that post-fight? Post-fight what? What about that post-fight interview, Ness? You, you see them acting differently? I didn't watch the telecast. Remember, I only I only watched the paper. I, like, I don't listen. I only watch. I get, like, I, okay, I, all I, right. I, I, that, though. I, I think they did, um, especially Jamel. You know, he's always kind of been uh, standoffish, I guess is the word to use. Um, but look, man, I think I think at this point he was just taking it all in. Dude, he's, he's like his the true genuine happiness. I think he's think he feels like he's finally getting his uh, what he's always known, what he's been telling us about, man, those four belts. Um, he's the man now, and the hard work's paying off. I think, uh, I think that chip on his shoulder has been something. He's he, the monkey off his back, proverbially. I think he got last night. Hey, hey, James, you've been helping me with the MP3s, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, cool. I think we're just uh, missing last Sunday, right, or Thursday show. I don't know. I, I fall behind, man, because I work a lot during all, during the week, and so I'm always trying to play catch up. So on the weekends, that's when I catch up a lot during the week. All right, champ. Well, keep me posted, man. Thanks for the help. Uh, we're gonna go out to looking like Keem in Florida. What's going on, champ? You rocking out? You rocking out? Call you available? Yeah. I'm here to tell Al Spence. I want you next, baby. Let's get it on. Yo, good morning, y'all. Can you hear me? Keep that same energy in November, champ. Already. Already. <laughs> <laughs> I got my shirt already made for that, man. Let's go. But, um, but yeah, nah, hey, man, great night of fights, man. How the hell did y'all stay up through the whole thing? I had to take a nap, bro. That was a lot of boxing, man. It was, man. They, they, they <laughs> I fell asleep on us. that second. Oh, uh, that Payano and, um. Yeah. Uh, that was a good fight, but I fell asleep, bro. And I missed the Neri fight, and then, uh. I woke oh, up you right got lucky. Charlo Neri, Neri would have put you to sleep too. Oh yeah, all right. But now, nah, great, great night of fights, man. Just, just a bunch of good fights. I'm, I'm happy for the Charlo twins. They both looked impressive. I think they showed, um, they showed the difference in their fighting styles last night. We got to see, you know, Maul be. A, he's a little more patient. He's a little more, um, 
you know, I guess tactical and Mel is he's a beast, man. He's he's really just trying to he's trying to hurt you, man. He's trying to put guys out of there. Uh and he had a tough fight last night, you know, having to having to be on his back foot all night with this big dude walking him down and still dropping him and this dude's getting up and still walking you down, you know, just to to, to have that mental fortitude to just to stick to your game plan and get that guy out of there, man. I, I thought both Charlos looked good last night. I'm I'm excited for them. I hope the numbers are good. Agree. We got a super chat from Eric who says, Eric Bowden says, salute. Charlo Twins showed up and showed out. Them Texas boys is a different. Man down, Lions only. Yo, Speaking um, of man down, Derek James, yeah, two man. unified champions. I said that yesterday, man. He's got to get trainer of the year again. He got it last year. And let me tell you, there was something fishy last year. The media... You know, new media had to make an uproar, interview Mauricio a few times and, and ask Mauricio, like, how is it that uh, he didn't win it when he had two champions in, the, in, in two different divisions? Then they awarded him the belt. But now this year, he's got two unified champions in two different divisions. So let's see if he's not going to have to have, like, the public campaign and champion for him and is he just going to get awarded it because I seen for whatever reason I don't know if Eddie Reynoso brings his belt with him because he is a WBC uh, champion as well in terms of trainer champion but last night he had his belt in the ring with Neary when Neary won a vacant WBC they gave him a trainer belt so I'm like whoa did they just award him another trainer belt did he bring his own so that's something to look uh, into. See, it looked like they gave it to him did they, they gave Derek James one too didn't they I didn't see that did you I'm going to have to, man, I'm not sure. Because I saw them hand one to Eddie. I seen them hand one to Eddie. I ain't seen them hand one to Derek. But if you say they man. did, they did. I didn't, I, no, I didn't I, see I it. I honestly couldn't remember, man. Maybe in the chat they can tell us, but I don't I don't remember that. Uh, well, time to go out to, oh, uh, okay, Info Joe in Cali. What up, what up, what up? District Info Joe. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, TBV. What up? Man, I got a little hangover right now, man. Shout out to JP, man, for hosting the fights last night. Super Mech Santiago said he want that work. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't get me excited, man. We got to have that back, man. <laughs> Yeah, no, I had a good time last night. Uh, I agree with King. I mean, I think that uh, Harrison should fight Texterra, and that'll build it up for another Charlo fight, or fight a Laura. And uh, you know what I was thinking last night? What are they going to do because it's a pay-per-view? You know how Wilder came out with the suit and Fury came out with the chair and Floyd come out with the circus, right? And I'm so I was thinking last night, man, they didn't do no theatrics for the pay-per-view. And the whole time I was thinking before the fight, if I was in, man, I would have came out with lions. Wasn't nobody in the crowd. They could have had somebody walk out with two lions for them just to build up because it's a pay-per-view. They came out. They walked out. It was like Yo, they gave seconds. you CGI lions, man. You ain't see the thumbnail? They, look, they in the, they in the Sahara right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, but, uh, I like his idea. Man, that's badass. <laughs> yeah, man. Came out with the Lions, man. But shout out to the Charlos, man. Shout out particularly to Texas, man. Uh, my roots is in Texas, man. My uh, my grandparents. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Brandon Cincinnati. 
Yo, what's good, Ness? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm going to say my breakdowns of the fight for the, tonight's show. I'm going to just talk about what I think should be next. Now, obviously, we want Triple G, Canelo, Andre for Jamal, but you know, politics probably will hinder that from being next. So I say go ahead and do the Chris Eubank. Um, I think it's a good, like they said, international fight for him. You know, UK is going to come out. Good rivalry. And then I think it's a great clash of personalities. You know, like I said, Jamal is going to be amped up, hyped. Passion and then you got Eubanks, he's on that narcissistic, you know, chilled out, well spoken. I think he can get under Jamal's skin and make for some good build up. And he's got a, you know, good motor and a good chin. So it'll be good to see if Jamal can knock him out because even these bigger guys that fought Chris wasn't able to knock him out. Um, and for Jamal, I think the fight that y'all sleeping on is Castano, man. Castano's about to spark Texera, get that belt. And I'm telling y'all, man, do not sleep on Castano. He got that draw with Laura that I thought he won. He's got a good amateur background. He beat Errol in the um, amateurs so they could, you know, I'm avenging little bros lost in the amateurs. And he's like a, a 154 version of Sean. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. All right, let me get to Cincinnati as well, right? Ohio. John, no, wait, damn, did I say that wrong? Let me double check this. I'm over here trying to act like I, oh, I was right. Jonathan, what up? What up, what up, man? Uh, thanks for another show. Um, Thank you for I listening. think in regards to, absolutely, uh, since 2012, still going. Um, as far as Mel, I think the world is at his, is his oyster for real. I think he can be in another pay-per-view. It's just about how you market it, whether he is with a weak main event and you do a strong undercard or you create a storyline um, and you put his potential opponent on the undercard. But also, you know, we talk about the Floyd blueprint. I don't think necessarily the Floyd blueprint is just to fight on Mexican holidays, but it's about creating your own lane. So he could fight in February, Black History Month, on Juneteenth maybe start a tradition on fighting on Christmas. So I think you can do something with him and potentially put him in a pay-per-view is just how you market him. For his mall, I agree he should go for GGG to take him off the plate, off the table, and then that unification with Canelo, if it's there, makes that fight that much more lucrative. So that's just my thoughts on, the, on that, I, on those things. All right, all right. Yo, shout out. Uh, Davidian Niagara Falls, talk to us. What's good? What's good? Can you, you can hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, nah, another man. I don't know. I was. <clears throat> it was a good uh, pay per view last night. I kind of missed the show, but um, I don't know, man. Sky's the limit. I'm hoping you know Big Charlo gets like, I guess the other caller was saying maybe GGG or even the Chris Eubanks or whatever. Cause I, I think he can beat these. I, I definitely think he can hang in there with them dudes. I think he can beat GGG because he's older. And Mel, um, yeah, he could fight one of the one of the top dudes. I mean, yeah, the sky's the limit for them. They they did good. I mean, I don't know. I like Jason though. That was just. I hope he all right though. That looked kind of crazy. But um, yeah, that's my call. God bless y'all. All right, Davidian, thanks for calling in. We're going out to Hawk, Maryland. Talk to us. Hey, what up, what up? How y'all doing today? All good. Oh, good, good, good. What up, Ness? What up, Ness? 
I thought it was a great night of fighting. And um, the um, as far as uh, Jamel, that's the younger one, right? Yep. He uh, I yeah, I had him as a knockout, and I had the other one as the business fight. But um, uh, I think he'll knock out uh, Lubin if they fight again because his his uh, lay and wait style. It seems like he waits and then he catches you, and he he's real good with that. And as far as J- uh, Jamel or Jamal. He could have won the fight with the jab. He didn't have to do all what he did. He could have won the fight with the jab. If he stuck to the jab a little longer, he could have brought that right hand across and just clean dude's clock. To be honest with you. I think he made his his fight a little harder than it could have been for him. He just was too much for dude, but he made it a little harder. Because uh, if he had just used the jab a little longer, he wouldn't even... Uh, I don't even see where he would even got tired because the dude just kept running into it. And, uh, uh, oh, and one other thing. I got Kel Brook on... Um, I got Kel Brook beating Terrence Crawford, or at least... Man, I saved you that one. Uh, it is time to get to the next caller. So it wasn't because you said what you said. Oh, shit, he dropped off, so he didn't get to hear that. But, yeah, it wasn't because he said what he said. It was just because of the time limit. But uh, hopefully I saved you from saying too much because Kelbrick ain't beating Terrence Crawford, champ. You know what I mean? But uh, wishful thinking, I guess. No problem. We're going to what looks like... Jordan, Seattle, what's up? Hello, hello, what's good? What up, what up? Man, that was a good-ass fight. I enjoyed it. Um, I want to see Jamel fight Tony Harrison next, man. That's the only fight I want to see Jamel in next. Jamal, I'd definitely like to see him fight Triple G or Chris Eubank next. That would be a good-ass fight. I think Chris Eubank would get under his skin because he, he's one of those he talks shit in a polite way. <laughs> He's real pompous. Like I like that. Um, you know, I was on Twitter last night on some of the other boxers pages. They was like, "Oh man, how you get dropped by a body shot?" It's like, "Don't y'all fight, man." He got hit in the solar plexus, bro. He knocked his wind out. A lot of people thinking he threw the fight. It's like, no, nah, that was a good ass fight, man. I went through no fight in the seventh round. Um, but just to pick up off the last caller. He said Kell Brook would beat Terrence Crawford. I think the Kell Brook who fought Errol, Errol Spence would beat um, Terrence Crawford, but this Kell Brook, he's getting knocked out. But that's it for that call. Y'all have a nice one, man. Jordan, man, thanks for calling in. Remember to keep us posted when you get that pro debut. Uh, and that is all the callers. want to thank everybody for tuning in. Catch us in five hours for the flagship show. We got a super chat from Wireless Buzz Shop. Dot com Airbuds, who says, I want Charlo versus Triple G. It gives us a measuring stick. Yeah, man. I mean, look, and this is exactly why Canelo haters and detractors should not be hating on Canelo, right? Because, look, we, we are all going to be happy if Charlo and Triple G get it in the ring. And, 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 and Triple G's 38. So sometimes you get these guys at that age because they avoided you so long or they had bigger you know, fights ahead of you, and and this is when, you know, your paths meet, man. So I will not be saying Triple G's old and none of that. I mean, I probably will because obviously we said it about Dervianchenko, but it ain't going to matter if Jamal fights Triple G because we all know that if he does fight him, it's going to be clearly a lot different than the Dervianchenko-Triple G fight. I mean, Jamal just gets hit less man and uh he's got some very very good offense but uh that is everyone that's gto instagram and twitter catch us on the next one 7 p.m eastern 
Peace.